Building Dreams on the Young Money Show, where entrepreneurial dreams become a reality. All of us, at some time or another, have agonized over making a decision. Some decisions are major decisions, and also there are a lot of small decisions that we don't make, that they tax our minds, they drain our energy, they create a lot of anxiety and nervousness and mental torment because we don't take care of it. We decide not to decide, which is a decision. Hey, how are you doing? My name is Taku David and you are tuned into a brand new episode of The Young Money Show on ZFM Stereo. I am joined today by Graham Kovac, the man who likes to lead without a title. Graham, thank you for being on the program. Super excited to have you on here. Thanks so much for having me, Taku. It's great to be here and uh, big ups to what you're doing with the show. Thank you so much. And you know, for it's really motivating. I think for people who are in the space and people who are trying to lead, it's really great to get, you know, um, such comments from people who I, I've looked up to you for a long time now. Appreciate so it. I really appreciate having you to the studio and I'm excited. I think a lot of Zimbabweans will be able to pick some words of wisdom from your life story and your experience. So we're excited. So for those who may not know Graham, Graham is the coach of the Zimbabwe Rugby Sevens team, the Cheetahs. And he is also a businessman in his own right, being the owner of the Mtotwe restaurant and the Republic, um, amongst other things that he's involved in, like a good Zimbabwean. So I'm sure there's a lot we can discuss. But just getting straight into it, I know this may not be exactly your side of the rugby spectrum, but recently our uh, 15s team, uh, under the Zimbabwe Goshawks is playing in the Curry Cup, the first division. You know, what does that mean for Zimbabwean rugby as a whole? As I'm sure there's quite a lot of crossovers from the skills and experience that they gain that side. I, I think it's a huge opportunity that the Goshawks um, are playing in, in the Curry Cup. That exposure against that uh, that level of rug or that standard of rugby down south week after week, um, it's you know it's a, it's a serious league and the exposure that the Zim players are getting uh, in their lead up to the World Cup qualifiers in France in uh, in June is just uh, it's huge and it's and it's big up to the Sables and Sables management and Zim rugby um, and all other stakeholders for making that happen and being able to s- expose so many Zimbabweans through the Goshawks brand. Uh, to that level of rugby. I, I, I know back in the day, uh, we used to be a big part of the Curry Cup and these are first steps uh, to, to going back to that place. And uh, it, the journey will be hard and long um, to get back to that standard. But the steps that have been taken are just in, in, incredible uh, to be back in, in that competition. And I think you're one person who can speak from first-hand experience. You know, in your playing days, when you were playing sevens, you played on international platforms. I think you played against the likes of New Zealand and some of these other bigger teams. And what was the the difference between players like yourselves, who got a chance to play against some of these big international squads, and some of the local players who you had to come back and share some of your experience and wisdom with? What do you really think was the difference from you getting that opportunity? Oh, I, I just think... In terms of difference, um, I, I suppose being on the ground, uh, working hard, you're training with with these other guys. Um, that ex- that exposure uh, playing against those teams, there's nothing like it. Like I, I use the analogy of watching cricket uh, on on TV. When you watch a fast bowler bowl on TV, like, oh, I can face that. 
that's mm. uh, that's easy but when you see the fast bowler live uh you're like no i'm not i'm not facing that so that exposure from being in those environments at that that high level the intensities the small margins the pressure the the competition to be able to bring that back uh to local players and and share that with them it's just the level the difference in level and in, in intensity decision making speed strength all of those things that's exciting and you know we're now at a point where your team the sevens cheetahs have qualified for the world cup the sevens world cup in cape town in september and they're going to be playing against uh, who's in our pool so pools haven't been uh, allocated yet but uh, we'll be mixing it up with all with all the big boys of sevens rugby so uh, the likes of New Zealand and Argentina and Fiji, South Africa, Australia, all pretty going pretty well at the moment. So we'll we'll be up against all of them. So as a coach, and you know, I love the lessons of rugby because rugby's uh, the lessons of rugby are something that you can apply to life in general. You know, when you are preparing a team to go and play against some of the best in the world, you know, people who some of them may have even watched on TV and, and admired. How do you prepare them mentally? to be able to compete at such a level? As a coach, what, how do you speak to your team to get them mentally prepared for such? Well, I, I think it starts with um, believing, as Zimbabweans, I think sometimes we feel that the world out there is bigger uh, th than we are, and other countries are always better uh, than we are. But it's man against man. When you stand against another man in the tunnel, it's a one human being man against another human being man, and, uh, and everyone makes mistakes. So instead of, um, obviously you respect your opponents and who you're going against, but to build that belief uh, and that, that mental fortitude to play against these teams um, to, uh, is to show uh, the other teams do make errors. So show video clips of mm. the other teams not doing things, not doing things well. They're so human. To, yeah. They're human, you mm. know. Um, when you go, uh, and, and this might be a bit crude, but when you go to the bathroom, um, you know, you use the same bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you, they're just normal human beings mm. that make mistakes, that go about their day uh, in the same way that that you go about it, and they just experienced, they just um, exposed to a different culture. So for us as Zimbabweans, is, is to is to 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 grow that belief in that. Yes, we're from a, a smaller country, um, but it is man against man. You know, and and it's building all those skills uh, and and everything that surrounds the game uh, so that you are so well equipped and prepared to go into a tournament to play against these other teams when it, it is imperfect man who sins against mm. imperfect man who sins and make mistakes um, and to build that belief is key I like yeah. that and if you hear that it's not just about sports it's about life in general I think we Zimbabweans need to get to a point where we know that we can compete at the same level as anyone and they should be afraid of us just as much as we're afraid of them right? absolutely Imagine you're on your deathbed, and standing around your deathbed are the ghosts representing your unfulfilled potential. The ghost of the ideas you never acted on. The ghost of the talents you didn't use. And they're standing around your bed, angry, disappointed, and upset. They say, we came to you because you could have brought us to life, they say. And now we have to go to the grave together. So I ask you today, how many ghosts are going to be around your bed when your time comes? How much time do you spend working on you? How much time do you spend every day working on your dream? What kind of investment have you made in you? If your mentality is, I can't wait to see what happens great to me in 2022, you are going to get fucking shit as a result. 
Life does not reward people who wait to see what happens. What you put in, you will get out. You know, uh, the sevens, the Zimbabwean sevens, the cheetahs, I think out of the sports in Zimbabwe, they've been one of the sporting disciplines that, in my eyes, has been one of the most consistent, one of the most professional, one of the most well-organized. Um, what can you attribute this to? I, I think it's uh, credit is due to the management um, that has gone before us, uh, the likes of uh, Bruce Hobson, uh, Liam Middleton, um, Gilbert Nyamutsamba, uh, uh, Brasco, uh, Donald McGenji, uh, those those guys. Where because you're competing at such a higher level and you're exposed to that international game, uh, you also experience the professionalism of other teams. And because the cheaters have been exposed to that year after year in the past, uh, lots of lessons have been learned on on how to prepare, how to be prepared professional and structured and be able to deliver a program that lives up to um, the needs of the World Series of international competition. So the same question that you asked with playing, you know, what could I share with the local players or bring back? It's the same thing for the management. When they go overseas and they see how tournaments are run, mm -hmm. how teams are run, how structures are done, um, it's been good for the cheaters in the past with um, lots of international exposure to be able to learn those lessons and bring them back and make sure that our program uh, is as organized and professional as possible. Now, I, I like that you've raised this and I think we need to, to tackle the elephant in the room. Um, you spoke about professional. Yeah. Uh, our cheetah side at the moment is still semi-professional, right? Um, I don't think our players get paid for, for, their, for their performances on the field. So, how do you build a professional outfit um, when we're not able to actually compensate them for, for their, their service on the field? Yeah, so I think, uh, and uh, to answer your question, it's probably the biggest uh, hurdle at the moment that we're, that we're trying to uh, overcome is to move, and the Sables are doing the same thing, is to move from am amateurism, amateur outfits, to semi-professional, and then finally take the, the steps to go fully professional. And uh, my mandate as, as a coach of the Cheetahs and uh, my legacy that I want to leave behind is to leave the program in a fully professional state. How do you do that? It's a, it's a long journey. First, it starts with the individual. Um, being professional in your mindset, it's not about money first, it's about uh, mindset and and being professional in your behavior. So the way that we train, the way that you carry yourself, that's professional. Professional doesn't mean budget, but obviously that needs to come money-wise. Um, and there's a few ways that, that we're looking at, at going about it. Obviously, um, Zimbabwe and, and the economy, certain businesses are flourishing, certain, uh, you know, it, it is quite tough in, in general. Um, so we're approaching corporates with a, with our marketing deck and and obviously the amount of value and and exposure that we can deliver and give to give to corporates and that's a work in progress the sables are doing really really well on that front uh, they've got you know the likes of nedbank that have come on board and um, and they're doing really well so we're following in their footsteps and and taking those um, uh, taking those steps to go to go there. Obviously, uh, we've appealed to to government and that, and just really grateful for their for their efforts through the SRC um, and the funding that they get. Um, we've you know, we've applied uh, with letters uh, for funding. Obviously, being a high-profile team and having qualified. 
for the Sevens World Cup and mm. a, a, as well as the Challenger Series, which gives us an opportunity to become a core team on, on the World Series. So I think that's another avenue that we're obviously pressing on and, and are super grateful for any and all efforts um, that, that the government are making to, to support sport uh, in Zimbabwe as you know a national identity and you know great exposure for uh, for the country and then the last thing which we're really looking to explore is and I believe this in 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 life as well is to take charge of your own destiny um, you know so so a corporate partnership is we're super grateful and we're pushing for that but what revenue streams can we create from the cheetahs environment mm. or an academy setup mm. you know mm. what how how can we generate our own revenue streams through merchandise through hosting camps with the skills that we have which is obviously sevens rugby how can we pass that on but create value and generate value from that so we come become self-sustainable yeah. or at least partially sustainable where we where we're creating our own income streams and i think this is for all sports across them what value what what value do you have? What assets do you have to offer that you can start to create revenue streams from, as well as then obviously um, uh, getting support from uh, from the SRC and from uh, corporate? Ten years from now, when you're too old to be on the Young Money Show, um, <laughs> where will Graham Callback be? Where will Zimbabwe Rugby be? What's your vision for that? Uh, where will I be? I, I'm super passionate about Zim. Zimbabwe. My my wife is studying veterinary at uh, the University of Zimbabwe. We are completely committed to Zimbabwe, um, and and you know lo- love Zim, love the lifestyle, love the uh, the people um, in Zim. And obviously we've grown up here, born and raised. So we want to be in Zim. It's it's home. Um, mm. So what will we be doing? I do enjoy time freedom. Uh, financial so. freedom so something that is uh, obviously serving into the into the community whether that is through sport or, or through something else but hopefully with businesses that are self-sustaining and can free us up time to to give in, in, in other areas um, in terms of Zim Rugby in 10 years from now I hope uh, that we can take the steps the small steps up the mountains uh, to be fully professional um, to have a an amazing centralized high performance space that services all the national teams um, that they're all fully paid fully professional and we are competing and winning uh, in the highest realms of world rugby that would be my my uh, my my hope and my vision for zim rugby it's the small steps and the side steps with Graham Callback on the Young Money Show. My name is Taku David, and you can catch us on the Young Money Show every Wednesday at quarter past seven, where we're talking to amazing young people like Graham that are changing the world one day at a time through their skills, their efforts, their sweat, and their tears. I'm out. Building dreams on the Young Money Show, where entrepreneurial dreams become a reality.